I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. As the boss of this podcast, I'm going to say... And I'm Handsome Drew. Yeah, it's fine. It was all wrong. It doesn't have to be true. I just have to say it with confidence. I learned that from presidents. Anyway. And this is not... And this is not... And this is not... This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to episode 100 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. Woo! Handsome Drew, can you believe it's been 100 episodes? We did it. It was a test of will. And thank you to all the listeners we have out there that have supported us on our way to 100. Uh, We couldn't have done it without you. I mean, yeah, sure. We couldn't have done it without you. We'll go with that. (laughs) We could have... Of the 99 episodes that precede this one, we know all of them weren't great. So the fact that people stuck through to 100 with us... That's big. pretty huge. Um, could we have done it without them? Sure. But it wouldn't have been as much fun. That's for sure. Uh, so, yeah. Big shout out to Dale, too. Our number one listener for our 100th episode. Who was actually supposed to be on tonight, but then he bailed. And I was like, oh, no big deal. We still got me and the Drews. And then Drew with the U bailed also. So now it's just me and Handsome Drew. Which I'm just going to refer to you as Drew from now on, if that's cool with you. At least for the 100th episode. And that's what happens when you get to the 100th episode. The wheels just start coming off. The zeros in 100 Apparently. are for the wheels that just fall off the rails. <laughs> which, are, which are no longer here. Yep. Um, okay, so for tonight's 100th episode, uh, we are doing a bracket of the greatest action heroes uh, in the history of cinema. Um, the rules were no superheroes, and that's pretty much it. Uh, and so each host ranked their top 16 uh, favorite heroes, action heroes. And it wasn't necessarily who we think would be the best fighter or who would kill the other person. Just who are our favorites. And as always, when we have lists put together and Drew Allen is involved, um, it gets weird. <laughs> and, it, and it sure is on this one as well. We had a lot to get through, so we're going to get straight to the play-in games. And we actually have two play-in games um, because somehow uh, Drew Allen ranked Godzilla as one of his favorite action heroes pretty high. Um, And so Godzilla is up against Django from Django Unchained uh, in the first play-in game for the rights to the 16th seed. So can we just go ahead and put Django in onto... uh, the uh, second playing game? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's a for sure for me. <laughs> it's no question. Done. Uh, there we go. First playing game is done. Django from Django Unchained beats Godzilla from all of the Godzilla movies. This next playing game is actually going to be a tough one for me uh, because it is uh, Ripley from the Alien franchise Ooh, yeah. versus Sean Wang, or as Owen Wilson called him, your name is John Wang? Uh, in uh, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights. This is the uh, character uh, that Jackie Chan played in Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights and severely underrated role. If you haven't seen Shanghai Noon in a while, that is a classic. And uh, and uh, Jackie Chan does an awesome job with all the stunts and the fighting in that movie. Um, but Ripley is an iconic mm-hmm. uh, female uh, lead action hero star um, so my vote is going to go for John Wang. Or- yeah, I mean, I understand it. Like, Jackie Chan's a phenomenal action star, and I love that he does his own stunts, and he does 
some phenomenal acting as well along with it but Ripley is iconic as far as action oh, no. movies go uh, especially you know as far as I know of one of the first big heavy hitting female led action movies uh, where she was not the damsel in distress you know sure, she wasn't yeah. like hey I'm cool but also teaming up with the guy she was just straight up a badass all by herself and and killed all the aliens. Yeah, and I'm yeah. and like she's Sigourney Weaver is famous for lots of things, but Alien is main probably like the most famous one, right? So I, I gotta go with Ripley. Yeah, how much did you enjoy Alien that one time that you saw it? So good. I love it so much. You've never seen it, you liar. You, you okay, can't this it. brings us to our first tiebreaker. <laughs> Since uh, Drew with the U is not here. I've created some scenarios that we're going to pick at random. I've got scenarios of a destination and of an object or person uh, that will be in that scenario with our two um, our two characters. They're going to fight to the death. Well, I also want to stipulate one other thing that we're talking about on this Action Heroes. We're talking about the one hero in particular, not the actor that portrayed them, right? So, like... When we talk right, about yeah. Jackie Chan in this one movie, we're talking about that one character, not all of Jackie Chan's characters he's ever played, or all of Sigourney Weaver's characters yeah. that she's ever played. Uh, so, just sure. it's important to keep that in mind. And I wanted to keep the you know the navigational buoys out there for our listeners at home too. <laughs> okay, all right, Drew, pick a number between one and ten. Two. Two. Okay, so the destination is Jackie Chan, uh, his character Chong Wang or John Wayne is on top of a train, as is uh, Ripley from Aliens, and the in the middle of the train between them is a knife. Who wins in a fight to the death on top of a train with a knife in the middle? One of them's got to get to the knife Dang. and end the other person. Uh, uh, this one's a no-brainer. This one is John Wayne. No questions asked. Yeah, so I, I'd agree with you. I think John Wayne gets to the, the knife first. I think... Sigourney Weaver's better in a slow-paced type scenario than a fast-moving train. She needs the slow burn of like, a, I'm going around a dark corner. What's going to happen? You don't know. But I've got a gun. Sure. Um, that's that's more her speed. Uh, I do think that Jackie Chan's John Wayne would have a... I think he would struggle with stabbing Ripley. I think he would have a... I think he would hesitate with it, and I think she would take full advantage. I think she might disarm no him way. and reverse the situation. But I think I think the speed thing is the main determining factor for <laughs> yeah. me. What are we talking about? Uh, here? I think yeah. I think Jackie Chan has showed that John Wayne's character could do a lot of stunts on trains, and I don't know that sure. I don't know that Ripley can do it. So I'm going to go with John Wayne as well. Perfect. Okay. So now uh, John John Wayne. Faces Django for the rights to the 16th seed. Um, Django Unchained is an awesome movie. Uh, Jamie Foxx is awesome in it. Blows up so many things. He also can't miss. I don't think he misses once. I think the only time he misses in that movie is when there's a blood splatter in his eyes at the end. And he kind of wipes it off his face and then continues shooting everybody with a pistol. Um, but I think he is one of the best action heroes of the last couple decades. Yeah. Um, definitely one that's not spun off or or, uh, or a sequel from a Rambo movie from the early 1990s. Uh, so I'm going Django. 
Yeah, so I, I'm going Django as well, and I'm 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 mad at myself that this is ranked lower than it is because it's my fault because I definitely had it on my list, then deleted it to move it down one spot, and then forgot to put it back in, and that's exactly uh, why I'm voting for Django right now because it should have been ranked higher than where it is uh, because I left it off my list accidentally because I had the same thought of he is. He's very cool. He's very quotable. Uh, his action is very fun, and he is going to have no problem blowing Jackie Chan's character away. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, while we were talking about stuff that just missed the list of the top sixteen, um, others that received votes, uh, Rambo didn't make the top sixteen, which I had ranked in, in the top ten. For mine, but you heathens didn't enjoy Rambo. Um, Frank Martin, uh, Jason Statham's character from Transporter. Yeah. Uh, Emmett Brakowski, which is the lead from the Lego movie. Chris Pratt's character from the Lego I movie. I think I know who suggested pretty that high. Yeah, all right, there you go. Yeah, was not your lead. <laughs> uh, Brendan Fraser's character from The Mummy received what? a vote. Uh, Denton Van Zan from Reign of Fire. All right. <laughs> that is a shout out to Dale. That was on Drew's list. Captain Stephen Hiller from Independence Day, yeah. Brian Mills from Tankin, Liam Neeson's character, uh, Evelyn Wang or Wong from Everything Everywhere All at yeah. Once received a vote. She was awesome in that movie. Um, you haven't seen that yet, have you? No, I haven't. But I've only heard nothing but great things. I only haven't heard. Yeah. She is. Awesome I've only heard great things. Yeah, I heard you. Uh, Wyatt Earp from Tombstone received a vote. Oh, I can see that. Uh, Hutch from Nobody. Yeah. William Wallace from Braveheart yeah. received to vote. Agent J from Men in Black received to vote. Uh, Alice from Resident Evil got two votes. They just weren't high enough to bump her into the top 16. And Stanley Goodspeed from The Rock received a vote. It's a pretty strong uh, first, you know, eight out or whatever they are. Uh, it's, a, it's a pretty uh, strong yeah, list. How about this? Re- receiving no votes. Dominic Toretto from Fast and Furious, which I was sure you and the other Drew would have ranked highly. Uh, Ash Williams from Army of Darkness didn't get one. Cameron Poe from Con Air. The Bride from Kill Bill. Terminator from Terminator. And Harry Stamper from Armageddon. And Luke Skywalker. All not receiving a votes, but I assumed they would. So I put them on my list to be ready to rank them at any point in time. Yeah, I will say The Bride from Kill Bill was my number one first out. Like, she was my number 17. Well, our number one, as decided by the uh, rankings that we all submit... First seed is John Wick. Uh, so the uh, the first matchup of the Sweet 16. Surprising everyone is First at seed home. John Wick. Yeah. Versus number 16th seed, Django. And as much as I love Django, I don't think this fares well for Django. I think John Wick is, is the boogeyman, Bobby Yaga. He cannot be killed. Bobby Yaga. And uh, I don't think Django is going to be the one to kill him. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. John Wick is the embodiment of just absolute determination nothing's going to stand in his way if it's him versus another man he's got guns he's got skills he's got crazy russian jiu-jitsu and he's got gold coins he can use for apparently anything so i don't know man (laughs) how could anyone survive that matchup he lives in a world of assassins and we're all just playing in it so i don't know how anybody else is going to beat him so he's for sure moving on all right. Well, I'm glad that Django made it at least this week, 16. I can feel good about that. 
Uh, the next matchup, seed eight versus seed nine, Neo versus Riddick. And I'm going to be wow. real with you. I'm mad that Neo is an eight seed because uh, I had Neo ranked. Let's see. I had him ranked number five overall. You had him ranked number 11 overall. Jarellen left him off the list, but he had freaking Godzilla on his list and Emmett Brakowski from the Lego movie. So <laughs> I'm pretty mad about that whole thing. And the fact that he's up against Riddick uh, makes me pretty furious. Um, so, yeah, this is not close for me. This is uh, setting up a John Wick versus Neo uh, matchup in the Elite Eight because there's no way anybody can, in their right mind can say that uh, Riddick is a better action hero than Neo. Listen, I will say this. If there's any one skill set that's perfectly attuned to go against Neo, the guy that can slow time and like move around bullets, is the guy that can like foresee stuff so clearly that he can stab a guy as he's moving in fast motion, like before he actually gets there. Right? So like this is we're we're dealing in the right wheelhouse here of a guy who might be able to take him on. Quick reminder for you before you mess this up. Uh, this is not who would defeat who in a battle. It's who is your favorite. You know, did, did you enjoy Riddick more or do you enjoy Neo more? I understand, but when and you go... In, maybe that falls in your criteria. But when you go into a head-to-head matchup, it's it's hard to not think that way, you know, immediately. But I, I agree with you. As far as action heroes go, uh, Riddick is very fun and very quotable the storyline's not great uh but neo has actually been called like one of the greater action heroes of all time because of keanu reeves blank face it's this whole idea that (laughs) he is the best action hero of all time because he actually shows so little emotion that it's easy for an audience member to look at it and say i am that guy and so we've all imagined we're Neo. We've all been in the pool, you know, underwater, dodging bullets. To be fair, I think Vin Diesel also does blank face quite a bit. <laughs> I don't think that's I don't think that's like strictly yeah, but uh, then he, Keanu Reeves. Then he stuffs his that... blank face with Corona lights, so it's different because <laughs> it's all about family. But uh, yeah, I, no, I agree. I think Neo as an action hero beats. Riddick, especially because the Matrix, the first one, is so uh, unique. It was the first of its kind and really set the stage for the rest of action movies following after it. And, you know, the slow motion gunfights and things like that, the spinning shots, sure. you know, the con- the mixture of kung fu, sci-fi, and gun battles. Uh, it's it's pretty great, and I I would have a hard time thinking anybody but John Wick might beat it. So, uh, yeah. And I'm so mad. I'm so freaking mad at you both for not ranking Neo higher because now he's got to face John Wick in the Elite Eight, and that's just not fair. Oh, it's not fair to anybody, especially our listeners. Okay, the next matchup is Seed 5 versus Seed 12, which is Han Solo versus Rama. From the raid, mm. uh, Drew Allen had Rama ranked. It's gonna be stupid high. Yeah, how's his number two ranking? Um, 
which in Riddick was his number one. <laughs> but uh, uh, the raid is the raid and the raid two are both great movies, and Rama definitely plays a cool character in those movies. But there is no cooler character in all of cinema, especially when you're talking about action heroes, than Han freaking Solo. He is the greatest of all time. There is no question. Han Solo is the coolest. Uh, he's the coolest action hero ever. It's so cool that I don't think in the trilogy of movies he's got, and then in the two others that he's still alive in afterwards, I don't think he has like one sincere line the whole time. Like it's all quips <laughs> or it's all it's all throwaway lines while he's looking really cool. And like, what else do you need from your action hero star? That's that's it. He checked all my boxes. Han Solo is the goat. I hear you. I also want you to be prepared for the fact that twelve versus five is the biggest upsets in in March Madness, right? So like, just just like, hang on for a second. I'm so mad. And I'm so mad. I I also had a Han Solo ranked pretty highly on my action heroes, but now like thinking about it. There's a couple of heroes I didn't put on here because they're in more fantasy or more epic movies than just straight-up action movies. Like, I I wouldn't consider Star Wars an an action movie. Just like I wouldn't... I don't consider Lord of the Rings an action movie. I don't consider Aragon an an action hero. for later on down the list, yeah. Uh, But... hearing them side by side Rama is truly an action hero literally everything don't he do does me, you I think he I think God. he throws probably I don't know the math on this and I'm sure somebody on the internet has it I think he probably Sorry. throws six punches <laughs> per, per word spoken in that movie in the raid redemption okay. uh, so like he is definitely an action hero I hear what you're saying about the cool, the Dude, coolness of of Han Solo. You cannot do this to me. Drew's not even here, and we've already we're already doing this. Oh my gosh! You're gonna make you're gonna go you're gonna you're gonna send it to a tiebreaker. I'm tie gonna breaker. send it to a tiebreaker. You gotta send it to a tiebreaker, and we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to face this side. The wild card is not even here, and this already is blown up. This is tough for me. Okay, pick a number between one and ten. Ten. Ten is the location is. In a prison on Alcatraz. Uh-oh. And uh, let's see, one, two, five. Let's go here. Oh, shoot. Oh, God dang it. Oh, okay, the object is two swords. It's, they're both in a prison in Alcatraz, and they have both have swords. Are they lightsaber swords? Who wins in a fight to the death? No, it's. They're just regular swords. steel swords? Yeah. Do you want me to say it? <laughs> Does it make it easier for you if I tell you that you we all know Rama in a prison, which I'm we know so he can fight in, mad. with a sword, I'm which we so know mad. he can fight with? God dang it, I'm so mad. Oh my gosh. What cool line. Okay, I'll let so you, the greatest I'll let action you hero of all time didn't make it out of the sweet 16. I'll let you decide awesome. what a cool line Han Solo says when he dies. <laughs> Oh, I'm so furious. <laughs> this actually might be it. This might be the breaking point for me. Han Solo. This is worse than Frozen 2 getting beat up by Tangled or whatever the heck it oh, was. Oh, I stand by that for oh, sure. Oh, my gosh. Are we going to be able to go oh, on? Oh, that hurts me. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I was for sure it was going to be Han Solo versus are, John. Are, like, this hurts are me the so. listeners 
finding the breaking point of not the podcast you deserve. Are they listening to it at live and in color? <laughs> 100 episodes in. Oh my. I cannot believe you two. I cannot believe that you did this to me. Okay. Okay, that's it. That's it. Rama wins. The next matchup is 4th seed Jason Bourne versus 13th seed James Bond, which I think is a fun matchup because Jason Bourne is just a terrible knockoff of James Bond, which isn't that good in the first place. So, you know, you got a good little matchup there of people that I didn't vote for, but I did vote for Han Solo, and that doesn't freaking matter. So, Crawford, why don't you tell me which one wins? Because at this point, I'm dead. That's that's hilarious. Uh, well, I, I think it matters which James Bonds are we talking about. I don't know. You're the only one who voted for him. Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, one of the other British guys. Well, I think Daniel Craig and Sean Connery are... are two really good James Bonds. I think Pierce Brosnan does a good job as well. But there are other James Bonds that suck. Uh, and that's that... There's only one Jason Bourne, and it's Matt Damon. And so I don't know if he's in a room facing all the James Bonds. I think they all win. But here's the deal. <laughs> James Bond actually isn't that, like, great of an action hero as far as, like the skills that he has he's just very seductive good at reading people and occasionally will shoot a guy that's like barely shooting back at him jason Bourne kills guys with pens and like flies around through other buildings he's basically a superhero also he's got a shaky cam uh i was gonna say shaky cam for sure uh so i i feel like if I'm the only person really voting on these, I want to go through a little bit of my criteria real quick as I talk about... Oh, my God. I'll, I'll be so fast. My first thing that happens for me for action heroes is the coolest action sequences, which is, like, fighting guns or explosions. The next one is iconic moments. Like, that could be a stunt, a line, or an action. Then the number of movies in a franchise probably helps your case because uh, I just have more material to pull from. How quote how quotable it is, and then how many times I've watched it. Uh, so, out of all those criteria that you just listed, in which one of those does Rama beat Han Solo? You spineless coward! The coolest action sequences. Are you kidding me? Rama does That's fair. Yeah, a okay. million right, cool win. action right, sequences. Right, Han Solo shoots win. one guy first one time under the table. <laughs> and we're all like, oh, he's so cool. And then he steps on Jabba's tail and is like, listen, Jabba, you don't want to kill. And then he gets frozen in carbonite for half a movie. And we're like, oh, man, coolest action hero. <laughs> I cannot, Rama, I Rama spent I 45 minutes for like this. decapitating people, whatever. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I stand by my pick. I think the American public will too. Anyway, uh, I would say. Jason Bourne beats James Bond for coolest action sequences. Uh, They're both quotable. Bond has more tenure, so it's easy to pick him. But I think Jason Bourne is an action hero. uh, Does a lot of more really cool things, so I'm going to go with him. Who did you pick? Jason Bourne. I tuned you out when you said something bad about Han Solo. Oh, gotcha. Uh, The next matchup is uh, six seed John McClane from Die Hard series uh, versus 11 seed Celine 
from Underworld, Kate Beckinsale's character, um, which I saw Underworld, yeah. and I, I saw all the Underworlds, I believe, and enjoyed them. But uh, John McClane, man, one of the greatest. Uh, with hair, without hair, doesn't matter. Uh, walking on glass, that guy is awesome. He's He was the epitome of an action hero. Uh, I'm pretty sure. I wasn't alive when those movies came out originally, I don't think. But I think I can say that. I think he was the epitome of the action hero. Yeah. Plus, I, uh, I would agree. was watching the movies that made us on Netflix. And I didn't know that he was like a... Uh, he was like a sitcom actor. Like he'd only really done like a TV show before, I guess, and like a couple of rom coms. And he was not like a, he was not the obvious choice to play the to play the cop who is gonna take down the the terrorists and shooting machine guns and stuff. And I did not know that, which makes me appreciate it even more. Uh, yeah, I I didn't know that either. That that's pretty great. I I love Bruce Willis. He's, I I feel like Die Hard launched him into being known as solely an action hero or occasionally like a thriller like Sixth Sense but like he he is the epitome of tough guy action hero especially for our generation you know he, like Bruce Willis is like our generation's John Wayne if that makes sense and sure and uh, Bob Sturm will tell you that he made it cool to be bald <laughs> uh, in a time when there were no cool bald people, so I'm not bald, but I can appreciate that for those out there that are. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I this is a pretty easy pick for me. I think John McClane uh, wins over Celine. I do like Kate Beckinsale in Underworld. I think she does great, but I think that this is a pretty lopsided matchup here. Yeah, I don't think if they had a fight to the death, I don't think John McClane would come out on the winning side of no. that, but. Uh... No, might just because you're mixing vampires and such into a regular old NYPD cop uh, who takes down terrorists on his uh, Christmas breaks. Um, the next matchup, Seed 3, Ethan Hunt from the Mission Impossible franchise uh, versus Dutch, which is Arnold Schwarzenegger's Ooh. character from Predator. We, this is the like, quintessential uh, brawn versus speed, just sheer power. And AR-15s versus incredible running form, impeccable. I don't think his AR-15 would ever hit him. He would keep outrunning the. He'd have to lead him so far. He would never. No self-respecting rifleman would ever lead that far. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. uh, Did you have any immediate thoughts on on this matchup? Uh, So I'm not the biggest Mission Impossible fan because I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan. I think I've only seen probably three or four of the Mission Impossible franchise. Um, but I do have mad respect for Tom Cruise in that franchise because he basically carries the entire franchise on his back. Um, and uh, I, I do think that he's a really... I mean, to do... Well, there are eight movies, nine movies, ten movies. I don't know how many movies there are now. Uh, but for him to carry an entire franchise like that, um, really cool. Plus, I actually do really enjoy the first Mission Impossible movie. Yeah. I do actually think that's a really good movie. Um, and then I saw the one with Philip Seymour Hoffman. Three. And that's a really good movie, too. And uh, then the one with Henry Cavill. I really enjoyed that movie, too. Six. So all of the Mission Impossibles I've seen, minus the third one, uh, I thought were actually really good. Um, now, Dutch is a one-off character, I believe. I don't think he's any of the Predators. Uh, no. I, it is Arnold Schwarzenegger with, like, eight lines. Is that where Get to the Chopper comes yeah. from? Get to the Chopper. 
Um, that wasn't a good Arnold. Uh, I think that's where it comes from. Um, and it's just him with <laughs> with face paint on hunting an alien creature for the entire movie. So I think I'm, I'm leaning towards Ethan Hunt here. Wow, that's huge. Uh, I'm also leading Ethan yeah. Hunt. He does so many cool stunts throughout all the Mission Impossible franchise, uh, which is, to me, stunts, explosions, uh, and, and like fighting scenes are the iconic action movie hero moments. And he has so many of them versus Predator, which is a cool movie, and it was a cool movie idea, and has spun off into a big franchise and lots of cool movies since sure. then. But Dutch's character specifically is brawn and i'm like in a hunt man versus wild over here like me versus another guy like that it's cool and it's dramatic and it's very intense but as far as action goes ethan hunt does the impossible i'm sorry for the pun i just yeah he does the nailed it he does crazy stuff once every three years and we keep lining up to see it because we it's so cool so yeah Ethan Hunt moves on from here okay there you go Uh, the next matchup is 7th seed Maximus Decimus Meridius versus 10th seed King Leonidas Mm. I swear I didn't like I didn't mess with these rankings at all I do think it's cool that those are the two uh, period piece films ish that uh, made it on here and they're versus each other. Uh, Max was played by Russell Crowe in Gladiator, um, which I think was when I saw that movie. When I was way too young to see that movie. I'm sure when I saw it for the first time, it like blew my mind because like I never. I think it was the first movie I saw where like the good guy died in the end, you know. Um, and it was a compelling story, and there was really cool action, and he was just awesome in it. Um, and then a decade later comes out with uh, 300 where uh, Gerard Butler is playing King Leonidas who also dies in the end um, and it was I think it's really cool that these are kind of matched up together uh, as I think Gladiator shaped a lot of what I like about movies and what I gravitated towards um, as a youngster and then uh, 300 was like oh you like that here's all of it but <laughs> shot really cool in slow motion with spattered uh, with blood splatter that looks like paint and stuff I also I remember my grandfather and my father taking me to see 300 um, when I could not have been more than like 12. Um, maybe maybe closer to 10. I don't know. My timeline's all messed up now. Uh, but yeah, that uh, I remember going to see that movie with my grandfather and uh, that, was, that was a killer. That was a killer moment. <laughs> so this is actually really tough for me. I would really appreciate it if you could go first and try to sway me. Okay, will do. Uh, so... I can't believe to your same points that these actually ended up next to each other. That seems very forced, but right. it's it's beautiful that they are. Uh, Gladiator is one of the best movies. I love it. I think action wise, three hundred has way more action than Gladiator does. But what three hundred makes up for in quantity, Gladiator makes up for in quality the action scenes they have only emphasize the character development and the dialogue they have going on behind the scenes. Whereas 300 is pretty much action dependent uh, to be cool. Because, yeah, outside of the one line of 
come back with your shielder on it. Like, there's not a whole lot of, like, really great, cool lines. Oh, uh, no, I take that back. We'll Fight in the Shade is also a great line de- uh, delivered by Michael Fossbender. Uh, but yeah, Gladiator is just nonstop great delivered scenes from the Ready actors. Ready to breakfast and eat hearty for tonight we dine in hell. Come on. And, it's a good line. And it, it's well acted, well delivered, well shot. Ridley Scott does a great job. And Maximus Decimus Meridius is... I, I refuse to refer to him by anything but his full name. So I'll call him that the whole time <laughs> on the podcast. But he is... Spaniard. A, the Spaniard. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he is so cool, so calm, collected, even in the face of unimaginable obstacles, fights back from death, inspires the other people around him, and does so without the need for, like, over-the-top charismatic shots. He's just that yeah. cool. And I'm going to go Maximus Decimus Meridius on this one. I can't decide if I just agree with you or if I just want to use some of the other scenarios I've got in my tiebreaker because I think it would be funny to put these two characters in a uh, life and death situation. Nah, you know what? I'm just going to go with you. Uh, I'm going to go with you on Maximus there. Um, that's a great movie. He's a great character. Um, deserving. He's de- And he also like wins immediately at the end of the movie, you know? Whereas King Leonidas dies real hard and then it ends up working out for him but like when he died there's no he knew like oh yeah I bought them enough time bought them plenty of time they're gonna be fine yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah I'm going Maximus too I like that uh, and then the last matchup for the Sweet 16 is number 2 seed Indiana Jones versus 15th seed Aragorn or Aragon I don't know I don't know how you're supposed to say his name the guy from Lord of the Rings yeah. Viggo Mortensen yeah. And Indiana Jones all day, every day. Get that out of here. Yeah, so this is easy for me as well. Indiana Jones. And it's like what I said earlier. The Lord of the Rings is not an action movie. It's an epic. And there is some action in it, but there's so much just boring dialogue as well. And Aragon is a cool, captivating main character, but he's not an action hero. Uh, Indiana (laughs) Jones is. And he's awesome. So I remember I watched the third movie, either the second or third movie, I can't remember now, of Lord of the Rings with my wife and her sister. And there's a scene where he like opens up two huge doors and like his like sweaty hair is like in his face and he like whips his hair back. And they both almost like fainted. They were like so in awe. And I was like, all right, I don't get this. I don't think this is for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm with you. India Jones is, if freaking Han Solo isn't the greatest actor of all time, it is Indiana Jones. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm so mad at both of you. It's fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. Uh, on to the Elite Eight. Uh, we got a Keanu Reeves matchup here in the uh, the first round. John Wick versus Neo. Who is the better action hero? Listen, you know where I stand, so I'm going to go first. John Wick wins this battle for me. Uh, it's hard because they're both Keanu Reeves. And neither one of them are speed, which is weird. But uh, <laughs> I think I think John Wick does stands on the shoulders of the Matrix, and Keanu Reeves can go, "Hey, I did all this stuff twenty years ago, and it was cool. We can do cooler stuff now." And he does. He does amazingly cool stuff. 
whether that's uh, killing a guy with a horse, whether that's killing a guy by putting together a gun based off other pieces of a gun. Uh, he kills a guy sure. with a book. Uh, he kills a guy just because he kicked his dog. Uh, he killed <laughs> like he. Ah, uh, it's so cool the way he is an action hero and he's just the everyday man of like i'm mad my people are dead and i'm out for vengeance but like uh, anyway i could go on forever i shouldn't i pick neo or uh, sorry i pick john wick <laughs> to beat neo I was gonna say, if you just did that whole thing about john wick no, and i then pick john pick wick neo, to beat neo please go ahead okay yeah uh, yeah, I'm with you on that. John Wick, as great as Neo is, John Wick is awesome. Uh, he is just Neo dialed up a couple notches and without the deus ex machina uh, drilled into his veins. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup is, uh, god dang it, freaking Rama versus Jason Bourne. And my vote goes to Han Solo, so whoever you pick advances <laughs> to the next round. Uh... I refuse to vote. I think as far as an action hero goes, I'm going to pick Jason Bourne on this one. <laughs> you you knocked out Han Solo just to vote for Shaky Cam in the next yeah, round? Yeah, well, awesome. yeah, just you know, keep it interesting. Awesome. You're literally not going to fight me on it at all. We're not going to talk about this again. Dude, I know I don't. Han Solo is the winner of that, so I don't, I don't know. I, I only saw... I only saw the second Jason Bourne movie, and I got, like, sick halfway through it because of all the shaky cam. Unnecessary shaky cam. I got to the part where he killed the guy with the book, and I was like, man, I don't know if I can finish this. And I did, but I wasn't happy about it. Probably didn't help that I didn't see the first one, but you know what? If it's all shaky cam like that, I don't need to see it. All right. Well, hey, you know what? We're reviewing the tape. I'm going back through it. I'm looking through my own criteria here. And, yeah, I mean, Rama kicks ass with fighting, uh, with more iconic stunts, uh, more action. I mean, number of times I've rewatched, it's probably about the same. Quotability's hard because I don't... (laughs) I only speak one of the languages and it's Jason Bourne's. But also, like, <laughs> his movies aren't very quotable either. There's about four lines I think of from those movies, and only two of them are delivered by him. Uh, like, that's that's not great. So, I think as far as the the top criteria for me, stunts, uh, stunts, action, and the fighting. I guess I'm gonna go with Rama here. Okay. So I, I'm reversing my pick. And I that's hard. That's a I'm lot of that's a lot of that. pressure on me to be the one guy picking when we should have three. Han Solo advances to the final four perfect, wow. just like we thought. Uh the next matchup in the Elite Eight is John McClane versus Ethan Hunt. And that's a tough wow. one. Because I almost feel like Die Hard in the sequels, when you get to like die and uh, die and uh, not die another a day, good, live free or die a hard, good day to die hard and stuff. Sure, like I feel like it almost kind of becomes like a uh, like a mockery of taking these types of movies super seriously. Yeah, 
Whereas Mission Impossible just doubles down on how serious they take yeah. this this whole situation. Uh, so those are pretty diametrically opposite. Um, but man, John McClane is so freaking cool in that first movie. Uh, he's cool in all of them. The uh, can't remember which one it was. I think it's the I think it's Live for Your Die Hard when he ends up um, the bad guy's got a gun to him and like his daughter or somebody's like it's Timothy Oliphant and. Timothy Oliphant, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he ends up like shooting himself. Yeah, shooting the bad guy through himself. Yes. Oh, and the catchphrase, I'm down. John McClane, that's it. That's my vote. Lock it up. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat a hero with a really good catchphrase. And Die Hard is sure. fantastic. Uh, it's iconic in so many ways. And you know that also because it is one of the movies that's always on TV. And it's always being edited because they can't say, like, half of the dialogue. Right. Like, I love that uh, Die Hard 2, when it's on television, they have to say, yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon, instead of... Mr. Falcon, And it's like, Mr. Falcon's not even in the movie. That's, like, not even a person's name. (laughs) Um, But Ethan Hunt, as you know in the mission impossible franchise is taking on the impossible in the name every time and he has a couple of iconic lines as well but doesn't have the repeatability right but like when he's in uh the first movie on this bullet train and he smashes the gum together and he's like red light green light and oh he yeah throws it the back gum, on yeah. the the guy who plays leon the professional oh, i can't remember scene, his name yeah. um but that's great. Uh, the action in Mission Impossible is great. And to your point, it seemed like the later movies of Die Hard went on like the, hey, people are going to see these and we're just kind of, we're going to do right. the same jokes again and again. And then we're going to like sure. kind of make it funny. Mission Impossible was like, hey guys, we've never been more serious about how death-defying these stunts need to be. And (laughs) they have... If you look at the newest Mission Impossible movie versus the first Mission Impossible movie, they look like incredibly different movies. The Die Hard movies look like they just got better cameras. And... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Does that mean you're voting Ethan Hunt? I'm going to go with Ethan Hunt. Which brings us to a tiebreaker scenario. Okay. I hope it's not height involved. With, uh, you do what? I said, I hope it's not height involved. If the tiebreaker scenario is like, somebody has to jump on this ledge, it's like, well, John McClane wins. <laughs> I don't know how tall Bruce Willis is, but I bet it's not that much taller than Tom Cruise. It has to, everyone's taller um, than Tom Cruise. Okay, the, uh, the pick a number between one and ten. Five. No way. Okay. So the destination is Ethan Hunt. And uh, so the scenario is... Are they in Air Duck? Yeah, you son of a bitch. And John McClane are on an asteroid. (laughs) Oh, God. And they have a pistol with one bullet in between them. (laughs) So there's a pistol with one bullet in between them. They're both on an asteroid. And they have to... Get to the pistol to kill the other person. I, you know what? <laughs> Even though we're in Bruce Willis's wheelhouse here because it's on an asteroid, it's not Armageddon. He's gonna have to beat. 
he's going to have to beat Ethan Hunt in a race to get to that gun. And I don't think he's going to no. do it. I Not with that running form, he's not. And, like, if there's anybody who knows how to hold their breath, it's Ethan Hunt. He does it in, like, every movie. <laughs> he's, like, randomly holding his breath for, like, six minutes. He's, like, freaking, uh, what is it, Jason Blaine or whatever that uh, magician's name was. But, like, he is... <laughs> holding his breath for like hours in some of these movies and bruce willis like never had he like went through an air duct you know but like he's not holding his breath he knows how to be in tight spaces especially if his like feet haven't healed up from the glass no of course not i don't think there's a chance ethan hunt's getting that gun ethan hunt's beating john mcclain oh that's tough okay ethan hunt moves on the final matchup of the elite eight is seven seed maximus Versus second seed, Indiana Jones. And although this is tough, although this is tough, no, yeah, I got to go Indiana Jones. Indy is too cool. And, uh, man, that is what I... Now that Han Solo's off the board, Indiana Jones is what I think of when I think of an action hero. Uh, So as much as I love Maximus Decimus Meridius... Uh, Indiana Jones has got to win this one for me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Maximus Decimus Meridius is a great character, but Indiana Jones has more to pull from, right? More movies, um, some more iconic moments outside of just dialogue delivered. Like you, you can visually picture Indiana Jones running away from the boulder or grabbing his hat from under the yeah. ledge or having you know a heart ripped Ooh, yeah. out in front of him. Uh, you know, like <laughs> there are cool things you think about with the Indiana Jones franchise. I said, don't go between them. Uh, <laughs> and and while Maximus Decimus Meridius has, are you not entertained? I think Indiana Jones clean sweeps this one. Perfect. There we go. Okay, so the final four is John Wick, Rama, Ethan Hunt, and Indiana Jones. Wow. Um, so the first matchup of the final four is John Wick versus Rama, and uh, I'm I am so mad that Han Solo is not in oh here. Oh my god! You I'm have voting to get John over. Wick, and I refuse to explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going John Wick as well, and part of it is because uh, the guys who were the action people for uh, the raid and the raid two were also the action guys for John Wick. So all they got was a better budget and more <laughs> time. And they guess what? They made a better movie. So yeah, it's John Wick here. <laughs> all all he has is more experience and more money than Rama and yeah, he's going to win. Uh, so yeah, it's John Wick for me. It's it's an easy choice. And he was going to beat Han Solo anyway, so just rest easy. The next matchup in the final four is Ethan Hunt versus Indiana Jones. Um, this one's not all that hard for me either, um, simply because I think Indiana Jones is iconic because of uh, cool lines and great movies and uh, a lot of great action sequences for the time, for sure. And I think Mission Impossible is famous because um, Tom Cruise jumped on a couch once and went crazy and does his own stunts and breaks his ankle every other year making one of these movies and I don't think the movies are that great uh, I mean I say that I enjoy them fine but they're not Indiana Jones 
Um, I think when you think of like the pillar of like uh, great action hero franchises, Indiana Jones is definitely on there. And I think Mission Impossible might be somewhere down the list. Uh, Indiana Jones is just cooler. He's more fun. My vote is to Indy. So, yeah. No, I I agree with you. Uh, I think at a point to be the greatest action hero ever, you have to get beyond just some cool stunts. And you have to make an iconic generation-defying movie. And while there are lots of Mission Impossibles, I don't think there's any generation that will look to it and be like, those movies made me. But we will all look to Indiana Jones and, you know, people 10 years older than us will look to Indiana Jones and be like, I can't imagine my movie going experience without those movies. And it's because he did cool stunts but it's also because he was cool himself and the things you were talking about with Han Solo of like having those kind of contrived lines and like being the kind of cool guy having some very fun dialogue uh, the difference for me before I say any farther is that Indiana Jones versus Han Solo as an action hero Indiana Jones was the hero of his own franchise. Han Solo was a hero storyline in a movie universe of Doesn't a couple that just of make heroes. him cooler though? No, it makes him a side character. And we're not no, here for side characters, so. we're here for heroes. No, and you're Indiana wrong, Jones no, you're wrong, you're is the this is sh- should have been Han Solo versus Indiana Jones God, in the final. You're so wrong. Oh, and oh, oh no, it's the fugitive sneaking in the background. Uh, <laughs> no, Indiana Jones beats Ethan Ethan Hunt for me because he is the better action hero. Even though Ethan Hunt does cooler action stunts, the overall sure. body of work and defining generational experience for Indiana Jones is unbeatable. I'm going to bring this up, too, because I know it's coming up in the next round. We've got John Wick versus Indy for the finals. But that scene, and I think it's the first Indiana Jones, uh, when he's running through the marketplace, and that dude, the bad guy, pulls up that Uh huge sword and starts doing all those swinging moves, and he just kind of rolls his eyes, picks up his gun, and shoots him. Like, that is... Maybe the best action scene ever, and it has nothing to do with the it's action. It's iconic. It's just so cool. Uh, yeah, it's like it's iconic for many reasons, um, especially because that was an improv. Uh, that was an improv move uh, by Harrison Ford because uh, he just didn't want to do another fight scene. And, uh, as and it's honestly dysentery. one of those things that if anybody were to do something like that again, people say, "Oh, you Indiana Jones them." Right, like he he yeah. defined yeah. the move of oh sure. this guy's showing off like we're gonna do like the big giant like oh hand to hand he's like nah I've got a bigger weapon over here <laughs> I'm just gonna kill you I'm done with this yeah that brings us to the final matchup which is John Wick versus Indiana Jones and I already know which way you're leaning and I already know which way I'm leaning uh, and I don't know I mean is there anything else you want to say about John Wick before we just take it to a tiebreaker scenario. So, 
I need to know your vote before we take it to a tiebreaker scenario. I'm going Indiana Jones all day. Uh, I do appreciate John Wick. I like John Wick a whole lot. I think John Wick's a better trilogy than the Indiana Jones trilogy, mainly just because that second Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom is not great. Um, But uh, I just love Indy, man. I love Indy. Uh, So I'm going Indiana Jones. So I'm also going to vote Indiana Jones as well. No way. What? That's why I was like, we need to talk about this before you just move on. Um, (laughs) While John Wick, it's no secret, is one of my... it, It is my favorite franchise out there today. And I think the action in that movie is great. I don't think it will define a generation the way that Indiana Jones will as a as a hero and uh i mean indiana jones make made archaeology cool like (laughs) john wick didn't make anything cool except for like only delivering half of your lines in cryptic voices like (laughs) like when people are asking you working again you just say yep and then that's apparently cool right Indiana Jones made uh, the everyman. He they took a professor who just happened to be really into old stuff and like kind of could use a whip and made that cool. And <laughs> if you were to pitch that in Hollywood today, like there's no way they'd be like, oh yeah, absolutely, get Oscar Isaac to play. It'll totally work out well. Which is why the fourth one didn't work. Like it's proof that it was a time capsule of an action hero it was the right place the right time with the right actor and is going to be iconic for the for the rest of time i think for the rest of as long as cinema exists and john wick while it might be a perfect beautiful blip on the radar and i will stand on the altar for it all day i don't think it will define generations the way that indiana jones will so I'm going with Andy. Very cool. Uh, I did not see that coming. There you go. Not the podcast you deserve. Uh, claims Indiana Jones is the greatest action hero of all time. Um, some of the other scenarios I had drawn up for tiebreakers. I'm going to go with you real quick. Uh, one was in a desert with a snake. Uh, another one was <laughs> in a rainforest with an AR-15. Another one was in a large body of water with a cell phone. The other one is in a small body of water with a chainsaw. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) One was in space with samurai swords. One was in outer space with a knife. Uh, In a prison with chainsaws. Yeah, I had some good ones that we didn't need to get to, which is uh, probably for the best. Yeah, okay, so I, I still hate you. I want that to be known. I just hate you a little less now. That we all came together on Indiana Jones. As long as Harrison Ford won one way or another, that does make me feel better. I really did think that that was going to be the end of not only this podcast, but also like our friendship uh, when you killed Han Solo in front of me. Um, well, I'm glad I was but, able to uh, salvage our friendship and hopefully episode 101. Yeah, well, we'll see how I feel after I edit this. Okay. But uh, as of right now, I'm feeling like 101 is still possible. With or without Drew with you, apparently. Um, so that's, let me see, how long have we been going? 57 minutes. Yep. That is going to do it for this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. I want to give a huge shout out to everyone who's listened uh, to all 100 episodes. Thank you. Or even if you've only listened to uh, a handful, 
Uh, we greatly appreciate it because uh, this is just a, a fun thing that uh, some dumb friends wanted to do together and um, the fact that it's uh, brought us closer together and also closer together with some of our friends that listen and um, people that have reached out uh, has been really, really cool. And I've really enjoyed it thus far. Yeah. Uh, so I really hope I don't have to strangle you both <laughs> uh, when we do our next bracket because uh, I'm still mad about Han Solo and Frozen 2 being killed way too early in our bracket episodes this far. Um, if there's something that you think that we should do a bracket pod on or a movie we need to watch, uh, please feel free to reach out to us at mtpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at mtpodcast. We also have an Instagram account now, which is mtpodcast. Feel free to reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening. This is not the podcast you deserve.